This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas 80, State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Trist this height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Guys, this is the final hour of the final show. Sad. Of the week in Vegas. I'm ready to move. I wish it was the final hour last hour so I could go join my good buddy Zach Galvin. You too tonight. I know, he's going to see you two at the... I thought uh, you were going you? to Zach Bryant. Yeah, well, and, and he had the option to go to... And now he's going to you two. Well, it's at the Sphere. The Sphere is the one thing I've not done since I got here. And the last time I came out to Vegas, it wasn't done yet. So it's been a little while. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm. Uh, that's the one thing that I am upset that I have not done. Where are you two tickets, damn it? Work every night. I think that's a great idea. Just Problem kidding. is, a lot of the stuff going on at the Sphere is going on during our show. <laughs> like, Man, I know. that's part of the issue that we have. That's painful. It was, so. sun- it was Sunday night <laughs> and Monday night for us. And we had oh, to rush over to Bruno. Rush. Our guy Pat Everson lets me know that U2 goes on around 8.30. Or 10. Or 10. Okay, well, you know, I guess there's something to think about. Might be able to make it over there. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love Pat. I, I love being here, guys. I just love Vegas so I much. I do, too. I love Vegas. Tonight's been my favorite show, though. Every guest has been absolutely awesome, starting with Carrington, who I've been listening to for a long time. He's yeah. been listening with him and Danny Parkins and Nick Wright uh, back in the day in KC. I thought that... They had uh, one of the best shows ever, to be honest, and uh, good dude, too. Everybody's been Ryan, great. Ryan, you're such a student of the game. You know what I mean? Like, Ryan is just a radio savant. He listens to sports radio all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I love it, you know? I do. I do. It's uh, Sometimes I miss just the classic sports talk radio. I miss, like, taking phone calls from, like, you know, oh. drunk girl at 10 p.m. <laughs> I'll tell you about these Packers. They need to stop. Then you start spending some game day, free game days they after, do, though, yeah. Game, I'd be like, I know, <laughs> like a, a Monday after an NFL game in a local market where there, you know, there's an NFL team, yeah. is always wild. No matter what, it's good, it's bad, doesn't really matter. That's the case. Dan Pazuta jumps on with us, writer for uh, the 33rd team. Uh, we have sat here all week, Dan, and we've talked about this game and props and what we think is going to happen. And the one common thing, Dan, that we've noticed is it still feels very close between Chiefs, 49ers, who's going to win this thing. Where are you on a Friday before the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, first of all, thank you guys for uh, having me on. I'm, uh, I've, I've gone back and forth, too. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where, you know, San Francisco has been favored all week, and, you know, it makes sense why, uh, especially when you look at the, some of the advanced stats and what they've been, one of the best teams that we've seen in, in a really long time, especially on offense. Um, and then on the other side, you just kind of throw analytical stuff out the window, and it's just Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback. Uh, so uh, uh, it's, it's going to be close. I would uh, expect a close game, and uh, I think that's where I still am uh, on uh, this Friday night. How do you think Brock Purdy's going to do in this game against probably the best, if not one of the best defensive coordinators in NFL history in Spags? Yeah, that's going to be one of the super interesting pieces of this because when you kind of look at what has given Purdy pressure or given him trouble over the past 
uh, you know, especially the second half of the season, the first two games of the playoffs also uh, for them is when he's pressured a lot. Overall, he was one of the better quarterbacks under pressure, uh, but in games where he was pressured very often, uh, he, uh, he was, you know, he's a guy who's going to try to make some dangerous throws, try some risky things, and there have been teams that have been able to, to make him pay for it. You know, Baltimore in that late regular season game. Kansas City is the kind of defense that can do that. They're going to be changing a lot of coverages. So I would expect them to be doing a lot of that. A lot of defensive back blitzes, which when those got pressure against Purdy on this game, we saw that against Detroit. Um, he, uh, he panicked a little bit, uh, and that's where you know some of the negative plays happen. So if the Chiefs can kind of force some of those negative plays, which I think they're going to try very hard to do, uh, then I think Purdy can be had for maybe a mistake or two. If you had to make a pick for a Super Bowl MVP, where would you go? I feel like it's a, it's a little chalky at this point, but I, I'd probably lean Christian McCaffrey just because of how much he can do and how much he's probably going to be the center of what San Francisco does in this game. So they are the favorite if they do end up winning. I think it is going to be a very McCaffrey-based uh, type of game just because uh, it's Kansas City's their weakness is their run defense so they can be had uh, with runs up the middle and then you kind of look at just what McCaffrey does to that offense overall the way they motion him out wide they can use him in the slot and outside Kansas City doesn't really have a singular player or really a group of players who are able to contend with what McCaffrey does Uh, so I'd kind of expect a a pretty heavy McCaffrey usage in all areas uh, of the field Uh, so if San Francisco ends up winning I, I would take McCaffrey as the MVP favorite. So, Dan, I know you've got an extensive piece of the 33rd team uh, about what to watch for when each team has the ball. Without giving it all away, because we want people to go read what you did, obviously, uh, give us just a little bit of an idea of what we can expect there and really, like, what you're looking for in this game. Yeah, I mean, a couple of the things that that I've said already are are in there, uh, but I'm looking at kind of match, trying to see how uh, teams match coverage. I think when, you know, you look at, uh, Purdy, when he has gotten pressured a lot, uh, that's ca- kind of when he crumbles. It's almost impossible to pressure Patrick Mahomes uh, because e- even when he does get pressured, he just doesn't take a sack. And that's just kind of, he has a lot of superpowers, and that's kind of just one other one uh, that he has. And when you have San Francisco right now, who really they like to rush for, um, and they play a pretty static type of coverage. They change up their coverages, but their defensive looks usually stay the same to what they're going to be running. Uh, and that's something Mahomes can potentially uh, take advantage of if he is – uh, you know, if he sees, especially if it's going to be single high, they try to run some man coverage. Uh, so I think if San Francisco is going to possibly run some too high coverages, Mahomes has struggled a little bit against cover two, cover four. Um, that's probably where San Francisco is going to be at their best, not do anything too exotic, uh, kind of the opposite of what the Kansas City defense is going to be. Uh, so that is one of the main things I'm going to be watching for is how San Francisco's defense is going to try to uh, have their defense set up to defend what Mahomes has been really good at in this postseason, where he hasn't even come close to throwing uh, an interception. He's been close to perfect in just about everything he has, and it's been so hard to rattle him. Uh, so I'm really interested to see what that looks like. In the regular season this year, last year, San Francisco had one of the best run defenses in the NFL. In the postseason, it's been absolute trash vomit. We've seen Aaron Jones go crazy, David Montgomery go crazy, uh, Jameer Gibbs as well. 
So when you talk about the San Francisco defense, when we had Wilkes come out after that Detroit game and say, listen, we've got to be better, uh, how do you think they plan to stop uh, Isaiah Pacheco, who's been getting the ball 20, 25 times a game? Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. And I think that kind of depends on what Kansas City's plan is going to be, how they give their personnel. In the playoffs, they have gone very heavy in 13 personnel uh, with three tight ends. So if they do that, San Francisco is probably going to match with base, uh, which is going to be three linebackers on the field. And that's probably actually where San Francisco is at their strongest. So it's going to be kind of a strength versus strength there. Uh, but what some of those other teams have done uh, with San Francisco is really using the aggressiveness of that defensive line against them. Like I said, they only rush four, but these are guys that try to get off the line as quickly as they can. Uh, there's a lot of offenses that have been using, you know, some uh, type of uh, pin-pull techniques where you're kind of just using a, a receiver to get in front of a a, uh, a defensive end who's rushing as fast as he can and kind of using that as a misdirection to open some holes. So I'd expect Kansas City to try to be using some of that uh, and using San Francisco's aggressiveness uh, against them. And that's kind of what's been the key uh, for that kind of poor run defense over those past couple weeks. How do you think George Kittle matches up against this KC defense? I know he's dealing with a little bit of an injury, and with Kittle, he could always go off for eight receptions and over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns, and he's explosive, but he's also such a good blocker, and they have so many weapons in San Francisco. You know, sometimes he kind of takes a back seat. What do you think about his matchup here uh, coming up on Sunday? Yeah, I think he matches up kind of well, but like you said, this San Francisco offense just Everyone can be a threat on any play. Uh, so, like you said, Kittle can go off for 150 yards one game, kind of not really be involved in the next. I, I think he matches up pretty well because I think you're going to probably have with Jerry Sneed on Brandon Ayuk to keep that matchup down on the outside. Uh, and I think San Francisco is going to be going heavy there. I think they're going to kind of dare uh, Kansas City to be in some of their base personnel with more linebackers against their heavier fronts. Uh, but even if Kansas City is in nickel and they have Trent McDuffie, like he's a slightly smaller guy. I think the tight ends here are a good matchup against Kansas City's defense. I don't really think they have a George Kittle stopper, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some shots up the seam. We get some play action type of looks. Uh, and Kittle has a, a couple big plays in this game. We know, obviously, Dan, uh, the receiving room for the Chiefs has been up and down, to say the least, if we're being nice about it. Uh, is there anybody besides Rasheed sure. Rice putting Kelsey aside that you think uh, you know might might have a couple of opportunities in this game? You know, it, it might be those those second and third tight ends. We see, you know, Noah Gray uh, involved a little bit, uh, yeah. and it's it's stuff like that. I don't think we're gonna, you know, see a big MVS game uh, or anything like that because I just don't think those are the type of plays that uh, Kansas City has really succeeded with. So if Kansas City is going to be coming out in some of those tight end heavy uh, looks. I would expect them to try to, you know, scheme some ways up to maybe get a, a second tight end or two up a little bit. But I think you look at what San Francisco or what Kansas City has been so good at over the like past, you know, back half of the season and even more so into the playoffs is it's figuring out that Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey are the two guys that are going to get open. Those are the two guys you can trust to get open, trust to catch the ball. Uh, so they're going to be heavily involved. So even if we do see a play or two to some of these other guys, it's not going to be a very heavy game plan based around what some of these other guys can do. Yeah, that's interesting. I have Chiefs minus seven. <laughs> I think that's just where I'm at. I'm the only one on this set that's that 
excited and that I honestly I'm sleeping well at night betting the Chiefs <laughs> money line betting probably not the alternate number but definitely the Chiefs to win the whole thing like I, I guess for you do you see it potentially being one of those games where the Niners maybe do what they did in the first half of both of the playoff games and then the Chiefs just play boa constrictor yeah I think that is probably the kind of blueprint for how Kansas City uh, would kind of get the advantage through through most of this game. Um, I wrote in that piece in the 30-13, San Francisco was one of the, actually the best uh, offense we've seen since at least 2000 in scoring a touchdown on opening drives. They did it on 58.8% of their opening drives in the regular season. Um, so it was almost an, like an automatic touchdown when they got the ball first. They were able to kind of sit on those leads. In the playoffs, they have not scored uh, yet on an opening drive, and we've seen Purdy be be a little rough, and then you kind of force him to pass, drop back in some more obvious passing situations, and if you have that, that's when Spags is going to be going off with some of those blitzes, kind of what we saw uh, with Detroit when they were able to do that and send some of those defensive backs. I would see that as the path towards Kansas City winning, and this is a, a game where you know Patrick Mahomes has shown he's not afraid to just kind of you know, it, it, not dink and dunk because that he's so much better than that, but he will deliver the safe pass to continue to progressively just push the offense down. He's not looking for the home run. So I think Kansas City could play a little bit of keep away there if San Francisco isn't able to get out to that early lead. Yeah, and I like San Francisco to win the game, but if they're going to win the game, I think they're going to have to obviously get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be able to just sit in the pocket all game, and he's so damn good with his legs as well. That's the issue. Nick Bosa hasn't had the season that he had last year. Still a really solid pass rusher. Chase Young hasn't really showed up, hasn't looked good since his rookie year, really, at Ohio State. Do you think that San Francisco is going to be able to get pressure because Kansas City obviously has a pretty solid offensive line as well? Yeah, that's that's really tough. And San Francisco is just one of those teams that they rely on that four-man rush uh, so much. And I think that's something Kansas City is going to be prepared for. Uh, and kind of like I said earlier, even if San Francisco is able to get some of that pressure, it doesn't really impact Patrick Mahomes in the negative ways that it would some other quarterbacks. He had the second lowest uh, pressure to sack rate uh, this year. I think I believe it was the lowest last year. It's just something he just does not take sacks. His ability to escape the pocket, maneuver in the pocket. Like you said, he, he's a, a scrambler and, and he really turns that on in the playoffs too. We've seen that, you know, waiting games and in the playoffs, he's not afraid to, to take off when there is an open lane. Um, so that's something where I think he, San Francisco probably is going to have to try to figure out ways. Maybe if there's some stunts, they might have to, you know, use one of those linebackers to keep a spy on Mahomes a little bit. Like that's kind of going to be the way they're going to contain them. Because I don't think just waiting for Nick Bosa to win off the edge is going to be a winning formula for them trying to create pressure. Dan Pizzuto, the 33rd team. Great stuff, man. Really appreciate you coming on with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys are able to uh, get over to YouTube later. Oh, man, I hope we can squeeze our way if we can. You know yes. what, though? We I don't love think it's that. He's happen. now, what, the third person we've talked to today that's talked about Noah Gray? Yeah. I just bet him over one Did and a half you? reception. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, you don't know what you're going to get week after week from the 49ers receivers after Rasheed Rice. Yeah. So you kind of get to this point where you're like, there's maybe somebody else, and those numbers are so low, you're thinking, like, a like couple too. receptions. Yeah. One big play for him, he goes over his yeah. yards. Right. He runs one route. So. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I all like that longest reception. Same. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably reasonable. Is that you what know? you literally just said? Is yeah. that where my brain's at right now? Okay, I'm so sorry. It is. I had
10.15 on the East math. Coast, 7.15 out here in Vegas. We've been here all week, Ryan. If your brain doesn't work at this point, it's okay. I was trying to make 8.15 to 10. I know. An hour and 45 minutes. Pet MGM tonight. Thank you. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more Bet MGM Tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from BetQL.